This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. wondering because i dabble in filmmaking myself how <laughs> he had to drop that in he had to drop it in just he's gonna, he's gonna get me and give me a couple of pictures no, no. Yeah. <laughs> i'm listening avidly i'm hanging on <laughs> thank you you can do a documentary yeah. about two old blokes and their, and their um, amateur radio show if you want <laughs> I was talking layers earlier. There's plenty of layers there, I tell you. I'm not going to swear on radio, but they said, if you, uh, we've got our own audience, we control our own message, we don't need you uh, helping us. Listen to our show and you'll appreciate the film even more and go to the Q&A and say, I heard you, Peter, on Expanding Horizons. In fact, if I go, I might do that. I <laughs> pretend to be someone else. So I heard you on the radio um, the other day. Yeah, yeah, talking to Stu and Cole. Yeah, talking to Stu and Cole. That was a great interview. They sound like good guys. Yeah, they said to you... Expanding Horizons. And we are exceptionally good guys, Stu and Cole, and you are listening to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. And, of course, that was a little sweeper from um, last week's show when we had Pete Day on. And just over there on the dials... Twiddling the knobs is our Stu. How are you going, Stu? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Cole. Happy Matariki. Yeah, it was great. Mm. Great day yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, I was walking through uh, Westfield Mall on... Oh, oh. Went, just went yeah. down my spine on um, Thursday evening. Right. And a guy comes up to me and goes, Kia ora bro, happy Matariki, and shakes my hand. It was cool. Yeah, that's cool, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got up yesterday morning, and of course, in Southridge, you only have to go... One house over, and you can see all the, all the way to the end of the world because yep. there's no houses. So yeah, got up. It was a good morning. Got up mm. just before the dawn. Saw all the millions of stars in the sky. Nice. I also went to the Matariki um, display installation that is on in mm. Cathedral Square and then around Tapai and places nice. like that. Yeah, last night there was a good crowd of people through there. You needed a few to uh, keep you warm, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cold. <laughs> it was pretty cold. They were. Um, yeah, the the displays look good, and there was lots of information. There was a good. There's one where you walk in, and it's covered, and there's, it's just an information dump, telling stories, which is quite good. Yeah. And there was some merch on display as well. I nearly bought you a pair of uh, glasses, or a <laughs> um, that light up, or a light. There was a lightsaber as well. Oh, that would have been tasty. I like and um, uh, a poi that lit up. So, oh, very nice. So they're selling some merch. Oh, well. but there was a, and there was a huge line for it as well. Really? Yeah, they only have one merch station. Everyone's getting mm. into it, eh? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully it'll get bigger and better because, um, I, yeah, it's the first year for it. So um, it was really exciting. I'm sure, wasn't people it? worked hard, but yeah, it, yeah, just uh, not as uh, cohesive as I thought it might have been. But that's all right. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Mm. It's good. It was exciting and exciting. Yes, last week talking to Pete Day as well. Oh yeah, that was great. And just so tomorrow, just mm. get a quick plug in top of the show. 
Silk Yotta. Mm-hmm. Get down there and see um, Off the Rails, Pete's documentary, and um, hang around after for a Q&A with mm. Pete. Mm. And it was interesting in that little sweeper when he was saying how the boys were saying to him, we don't need you to tell us no. what to do. We didn't know the people. He's exactly right. Yeah, we don't that's need right. you coming in telling yeah. us what you think about it. Should be pointed out, though, they did change their mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might have had something to do with some of the fines and stuff. That they <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were, <laughs> the £30,000 yeah. that they had to get up. And kind of the end of their internet fame. Yeah, as that, well. that's yeah. right. But huh? anyway, it was good stuff. It yeah. was good, and he was a good man. Yeah. And, um, good and also, while I'm talking about things on the weekend, tonight is the very last gig of the Gypsy Soul Tour. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, mm. for Lee Martin. Mm. And who should be in supported by? On at 730 None other than Steph Beck. Steph Beck, I was, yeah. was going to say. Yeah. You were going to say that, weren't you? Yeah, that's cool. So um, get down there. I think it's 25 on the door. <coughs> and you're going to say, which door, Colin? Yeah, which and door? And I'm going to go, that door. that door. That's right. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. You need to look it up. You can look it up. Right. I can't remember off the top of my head. I might look up in a moment when we're playing some new Zach. Mm. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll confirm that. We'll confirm it. But anyway, Steph Beck, 7.30, Lee Martin, Gypsy Soul Tour, get down there and give that girl, both those girls, a load of support because they are absolutely terrific. Absolutely. Now, today we are doing another record label. We are. We're going to do, we're hard men today, so we're going to do stiff records. Stiff records. We're going hard. That's it. And they're, and they're such a range of stuff oh, on yeah. here, right? Prolific. You know? Prolific, yeah. yeah and, record label. Yep, yep. And we've got a whole whole list of them. we better start playing some, right? All right. What are you, what so are you start with? I'm, I'm just going to go down the order here. Mm. But this is, um, I know that Motorhead were on bronze, mm-hmm. but they were also briefly on a on, on stiff. Mm-hmm. And so I quite like this off of their wonderful, that wonderful album, um, No Sleep Till Hammersmith. They had a great version of We Are The Road Crew. And I know that um, Steph and Lee will have a good road crew and I know that Sign of Firebird are their own road crew. So here we go. Motorhead with We Are The Road Crew and you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. We are the road 
Then Horizons on Plains FM. After so long, girl And with the way you look I understand that you were not impressed But I heard you let that little friend of mine Take off your party dress I'm not gonna get too sentimental Like those other stick of valentines Somebody, I only know it isn't mine. Allison, I know this world is killing you. Oh, Allison, my aim is true. Got a husband now Did you leave your pretty fingers Lying in the wedding cake You used to hold him right in your hand I bet it took all he could take Sometimes I wish that I could stop you from talking When I hear the silly things that you say Cause I can't stand to see you this way That's right. You are back on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM with Stu and Cole and with Elvis Costello there in his track Allison from My Aim Is True. And also before that, the wonderful Motorhead Hmm. off of the Ace of Spades album. We are the road crew and there's plenty of road crews out there for the... uh, for the Firebird tonight, mm-hmm. and also out there for um, Gypsy Soul. 
as Lee Martin and Steph Peck do their business. Did you find out where it was? No, nah, that's for later <laughs> on. In the, I'm not oh. telling everyone at the top oh, of the show because the then they'll leave. Right. That's so right, you have yeah. to wait until the very last minute when I go, oh, it's here. <laughs> So anyway, we're looking at Stiff Records today, and this is another British independent label, right? Mm. Active from 76 to 86, and then reactivated um, about 15 years ago, 2007. Right. So lots lots and lots of artists established at the outset of the punk rock boom, um, had new wave acts such as Nick Lowe, who we're going to play today probably. Yeah, yep, we are. Next. Yep. The Damned, uh, Elvis Costello, of course, Ian Drury and Devo. So yeah. yeah, lots of names. Devo, yeah, how good are they? <laughs> lots Devo, of with, right. their, with their hats. Yeah, yeah. We are not, we are not men. We are yeah, Devo. Yeah. So um, originally, it stuff had been called Demon. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, mm. but I think was there another, was there another record label? I think with Demon or something. Yeah, Is that potentially. What yeah. Um, but the phrase "it's a stiff" <laughs> was more appropriate <laughs> for the artists on the record label. So yeah, they they went with that. That's some real. Um, there's some, there's some um, real hits, right? I mean, mm. y- you know, they've got The Damned with New Rose, which is possibly, I think, the first punk single um, in Britain. But they've also got, like, Nick Lowe, right, who does mm. this wonderfully crafted pop, you know, all the way through to, you know, bands like The Pogues with their punk Irishness, which, right. you know, maybe there wasn't another punk Irish band at the time around and suddenly the Pogues created it hmm. and from them Celtic folk and punk and all that kind of went off didn't it for sure yeah that's right and I mean the great Motorhead I mean that Rio the Road Crew was I don't know arguably their best lineup, Filthy Phil and uh, Lemmy and hmm. um, who's the other one I can't remember now Fast Eddie Fast, Fast Eddie. Eddie yep on lead guitar right so there you go but yeah Stiff Records right Great logo too. Yeah, yeah. Once you've seen it, you can't forget it, right? No, no, no. Another one of those black and white labels as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they might may have uh, remodelled one. Oh yeah, with their re-release. But yeah, it's a stiff. It's a stiff. Yeah, that was the tour, I think. Right. They had a tour, didn't they? Mm. We're, we're going to play some Reckless Eric later on as well. We are. Well, they all got they they loved a record label tour in those days. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, like, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, it should be yeah. more of it. I think. Yeah. That's you quite know. exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When you everyone you see everyone on the label, mm, mm. you know, yeah, get, yeah. coming to your town, right? I'd go to something like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Mm. Right. Anyway, so we're another track. Yeah, let's do it. Right. So we're going to play Nick Lowe. So Nick Lowe, who's been you know in in bands like he was in Rock Pile with Dave Edmonds, done a whole load of stuff on his own. And obviously very influential on Elvis Costello. And I mean, you can hear Nick Lowe, all, his DNA is all over Elvis Costello's music, you know. And I know Elvis Costello covered Nick Lowe. Right. Because um, mm. what's so funny about Peace, Love and Understanding is a Nick Lowe track. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this is A Cruel To Be Kind by Nick Lowe. And we, we are playing bands from the Stiff Records label. And you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. Friend, I'm at my wit's end. You say. 
say your love is bona fide, but that don't coincide with the things that you do. And when I ask you to be nice, you say you gotta be cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind, it's a very design. But cruel to be kind means that I love you. And I wanna be snug and I wanna be warm I wanna be straight I 
I want to be straight. I want to create a place of my own in the welfare state. But it's gonna be good. But it's gonna be kind. It might be a wrench, but think of the stench I'm leaving behind. I want to be straight. I want to be straight. Come out of the cold and do what I'm told and don't deviate. I want to give, I want to give, I want to give my consent. I'm learning to hate all the things that were great when I used to be. My chance has only just arrived. I wanna be straight I'm sick and tired of taking drugs and staying up late I know that you're right I know I was wrong So thanks very much and please keep in touch I'll be rhyming along I wanna be straight 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 offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener.
Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. That's right, you are back on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole and with Lena Lovich there and her lucky number. And before that, with Ian Jury, who just wanted to be straight and right at the top. He was cruel to be kind, was Nick Lowe. Mm. And they are all artists who were on the Stiff Record label. Yeah, and you were talking about those stiff tours. That mm. they did. So they had a train for one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just right. toured people around. But they had, um, the first tour was known as the Live Stiffs Tour, or Five Live Stiffs. And um, basically, they it was a month they spent touring. Right. And um, five bands, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, Ian Jury and the Blockheads, Reckless Eric and the New Rockets, Nick Lowe's Last Chicken in the Shop, great name and Larry <laughs> Wallace's psychedelic r- rowdies so um, yeah that's great yeah, that, that would have been cool right yeah yeah it would have been hey? and if they travelled by train everyone then pulling up at the station that would have been cool too just to see that to see them all getting off yeah so that Stiff Records as you quite rightly said um, pretty well known for touring with their artists yeah, yeah. Which, which I don't know if anyone does it anymore but you know I am um, Earlier on today, I was in um, Little High, and on the wall they had a couple of posters there, um, aged, you know, probably 1986. Mm. They were rap tours, and there was, you know, like half a dozen people on the bill. Right. You know, all big names, right? And Mm. all probably on the same bill from the same city. And it made me think then of those tours way back in the the early 1950s, the rock and roll tours. You know, like Buddy Holly was on one when his plane crashed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy Holly and um, the uh, the big bopper was on that one as well, wasn't he? Mm, And, you know, like they'd they'd come to your town, like in the States anyway, the rock and roll tour, and there'd probably be five artists like Chuck Berry and and all those, Little Richard. And they'd just be touring around. I mean, I know it was very tiring. Soul Stacks did a lot of that in the 60s with their Soul Reviews, mm. you know, and they were literally playing two shows a day, maybe six days a week, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that, you know, mm. which was tiring for the artists. Mm. But it got the name out there, right? right? And everyone went to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's and cool. They, um, with the Stiff Tours, the original idea was to rotate the, the run order. Right, but in the end, Costello and Drury were the strongest acts, so they, you know, they were on later. Later, yeah. yeah. Everyone hang around to to see mm. them, just yeah. like everyone's hanging around, so I can tell them where Gypsy yeah. Soul's oh. being played tonight. I am on the edge of my seat, edge of your seat. I yeah. could look it up. You could, but you won't. But I'm not going to. Because you're going to wait for, I'm for me wait. to do it. You know? That's right. 
because I'm lazy. No, I was just <laughs> going to say, in those last three songs there, you mm. could you could get an impression of um, the range of genres that was on the Stiff Record label, right? Mm. I mean, we played Motorhead right at the top of the show. Nick Lowe with that, you know, that well-crafted three-minute pop that he does. Yeah. Ian Jury, you know, and um, Lena Lovage, who mm. I guess Cindy Lauper liked because she certainly copied her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, all that. So they didn't just stick to a, a, one single genre of music, did they? No, yeah. that's right. And, mm. and it's interesting because a lot of the... Um, record labels that we've done or music labels that we've done so far in our little thing that we've been doing when you play one you go oh they do have a range mm. you know like some labels just stick to this is what we what we do yeah and we don't do anything else which is fine right because mm. you know what you're getting yeah. you know your product yeah. don't you yeah, yeah, yeah. but um but stiff you know quite a diverse umbrella of, of music there hey very much so. Right. Let's hear some more. Right. So this next track is New Rose by The Damned, which was off their Damn Damn Damned album, and um, which for me is one of the great punk albums of all time. It's just raw, and it's been made to play loud at a very low volume, I think, you know. <laughs> and, yep. new, and New Rose, I mean, on that album, you've got, you know, Nightclub, you've got Stab Your Back. It's just a great great album and um, as I was saying to you a couple of weeks ago I think Stu if you come across it mm. and it's got old Eddie and the Hot Rods on the back get it because it's rare yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the yeah. original didn't have the damned photo you know David Vannon dressed as a vampire and um, all that kind of stuff on the back anyway this I believe came out before Anarchy in the UK right so this is like the first official British punk single Mm. So wow. quite, a, quite a big thing. Yeah. All right. And um, so this is New Rose by The Damned, and you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. Is she really going out with him?
We're not after your love on Expanding Horizons, but we'll take a like. Check us out on Facebook. Over here to say we're doing splendidly But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching tune from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry? our Christmas song <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. all those people who are having the mid-year Christmas. That's nice. Mid-year Christmas party, that was Jonah <laughs> Louie. And you can often find Jonah Louie. He's usually in the kitchen at parties. But um, he was stopping the cavalry there, which was a nice little Christmassy tune with a little bit at the end. And I think that was one of, like, maybe the second or third seven-inch single I ever bought. Right. Long time ago. Yeah, long, long time ago. Loved it. Yeah. So that was Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louie. And before that... There was a night boat to Cairo mm. by Madness off of One Step Beyond. That's good. That was good. Now, just remind we haven't done Island Records, have we? No, we haven't. Has Island Records bought, bought a 50% share of Stiff Records in 83. Right. And ran both labels, essentially. Right. From that point on. 
And um, around that time in 84, of course, Island Records released Relax from Frankie. Frankie goes to Hollywood. So, um, yeah, that was that was the big thing there. So Stiff signed the Pogues, Madness left under a cloud. <laughs> under a cloud. Because oh, um, they went to Chrysalis, I think, Madness. Yeah. And the Island deal eventually failed as well. Right. So... I was going to say to you, Stu, that, you see, a lot of those big record labels, right, who really have just have run-of-the-mill artists on them, mm. when they're trying to capture the youth interest at the time, they don't get it, right? No. Because they're a bunch of stuffed shirts sitting mm. in offices who've never been to a proper gig. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not talking about ten, you know, 20, 30,000 people standing in a stadium when you can't see anyone, so you have to look at the screen. Mm. Not those gigs. No. And, and then they try and sign these little artists and they haven't got a clue. No. You know, and then they buy the whole label and try to merch it out, you know, mm. Mm. and then it falls over because the kids see through it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see right. through you, mm. all those big labels. Oh, absolutely, know? absolutely. And, um, oh, just before that, we also played New Rose by the Damned mm. at the top of those three. Yeah. Well, with, with what you're saying about gigs, I always remember when we went to see Frank Turner and he was like 15 metres away from us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you right, know, you know. Or whatever it was, he's, you know, he's, they were all there. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you and know. you could have walked up and shook his hand, and he yeah. would have shook your hand, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, That's a gig. That's a gig. That is a gig. Yeah. You're, you're dead right. And, and this is why I think I don't want to be um, banging on about the uh, this stadium issue, because mm. I'm, I'm sure it's got enough press mm. already without me. I don't really care about going to a 50,000 people standing no. in a... I couldn't care less, right? Mm. I mean, it might be yeah, different yeah. Live Aid, right? Because yeah, yeah. you couldn't have done Live Aid in no. a small venue. No. Live Aid was something different, right, at mm. Wembley. But I don't really care about going to see Elton John sitting on stage and I have to look in binoculars. <laughs> no, no. You're not getting it? Yeah, I do. And I do. Um, if that's yeah. your kind of thing, well, that's fine. Mm. But that's not proper gigs in my no. in my eyes. You no, know. it needs to be intimate. It does, right? Yeah. You need to be up close and personal with them. Yeah. So, you, you know. You need to be able to get splashed with their sweat. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they can see you and you can see them, right? Yeah, that's right. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and you can feel like they're engaging you mm. in, in the storytelling, right? Mm. Not just playing to a mass of, of humanity. Mm. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know how much, I don't know how much um, musicians like big gigs. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, Frank's played the O2 and, and, mm. and all that kind of thing. I don't know if he really maybe liked it as a, one, a one-off or something, mm. but I, I get mm. the impression he likes the... Yeah. It's like Billy Bragg, right? Yeah. He likes doing the small stuff. You get those artists who just want to play around mm. in the smaller venues. It's like... The music industry or their publishers or their record labels say you have to play these bigger venues. Yeah. You, you know, keep, keep getting bigger. Where their voices disappear. It's mm. like the Beatles mm. giving up touring because they couldn't hear themselves, mm. you know, after the Shea Stadium mm. gig. I mean, The Clash did all that kind of thing as well. And I don't then they didn't like it either. No. You know? No, 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 no. I mean, it's big money. And if that's what they're interested in, mm. well, so be it, right? But. but kind of feels like they're going through the motions in those ones there's less accountability yeah. in a way yeah that's right well, that's what it, maybe there is but that's just what it feels like yeah you know. they, they have lots of people on those stadium tours so at least people are making money yeah, it's well. a job for people right yeah yeah it keeps people in, <laughs> yeah. in the money yeah if I was uh, an artist famous artist band I'd do intimate venues well Stu when, when we take <laughs> Expanding Horizons on the, hero- on the road on the road we won't be playing at the Dunedin 4th by four, Forsyth Bar Stadium <laughs> what would we talk about if we had <laughs> Expanding Horizons on the road oh, with gosh, a live audience gosh no I don't know <laughs> people could see how mm. 
yeah, that's right. That's for some of the people to think about. Now we couldn't play music in between and pretend we're not there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, um, I'm going to play another couple of tracks. Good. Right, and you were just talking about the Pogues before. I was. So way back in the day, when Caitlin O'Reardon was in the Pogues before she married Elvis Costello. Right. And Elvis Costello was quite... Because oh, when they were on tour with the Pogues and Elvis Costello, he was quite friendly with that, with Caitlin O'Reardon, who then, they got married. Mm. He was one of the... I don't know how... Elvis Costello's been married about four times, I think. Right. And I'm not sure if she was the first. But then she left the Pogues. So, but this is um, from the album Red Roses for Me, which is the Pogues' first album. And this is the wonderful Streams of Whiskey. And you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. We're in a click mix. Probably lives since I ate it. I go. 
Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. <laughs> That's right. That one caught us out. I tell you what, the old stiff records in their short songs. They stiffed us. They stiffed us, they <laughs> did. That was Whole Wide World by Reckless Eric. And before that, the wonderful streams of whiskey by the Pogues. That's a toe tapper. It's a toe tapper, eh? Mm. Imagine mm. seeing the Pogues back in the day, mm. right when they first started. I mean, I saw the Pogues in the um, early 90s. They were great. Of course you did. They were great, right? <laughs> they were super, super great. And yeah. um, Shane McGowan was drunk as usual, but... Um, no. No, surprised. No, you surprised no. by that, aren't you? That wasn't one of his sober gigs. No, no. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there was one. Even, I, I, you know, you see that early footage of the Pokes playing and he's got a tambourine in his hand just banging it on his head <laughs> to, in time with yeah, the music. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even when he was in the nips, you know, like way, way back before mm. the Pokes, you know. Yeah. They, they were genre-defining, though, the Pokes, weren't they? Mm. Oh, yeah. And what they sung about, you know, like... He wanted to take Irish music to the world, and he did. Mm. Right, and they are—they've crossed generations as well. Yeah, that's a, right. Which is a good sign. And um, I, I mean, as, I, you know, as much as Shane McGowan, I think it was maybe a pastiche of himself. And mm. um, he, you know, some of that lyrics that he wrote, fantastic, right? Oh, and, yeah. You know, if you want yeah. to go to a gig and j- jig about, then the Pogues mm. were your lot, right? And um, no, very good. Yeah, and, and and Stiff Record was full of those. I mean, you could go to see Nick Lowe and Tap Away, you know, and have a dance, and and the, and the Damned and Madness. Mm. I mean, if you mm. can't dance to Madness, you can't dance at all. Can't dance, I reckon. You know, you just can't dance. That's right. <laughs> anyway, and we didn't even play Devo. No, no. Whipping it, those boys. <laughs> Whip it. 
Yeah, whip it, whip it real good. Yeah, with their trash can hats or whatever they wear. Uh, flower pots, flower pots, flower pots, and it's <laughs> we are not men, we are Devo. Yeah. Um, right. We, we're going to mention a couple of things now. First of all, I'm going to do this one. Where to find Sign of the Firebird, Canterbury's number one rock covers band. Number one. Canterbury's number one rock covers band, Sign of the Firebird. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Well, yeah, well, sometimes you've got to do it yourself, don't you? Yeah. We'll be warming up the punters tonight at the Turf Bar in Parklands. Mm. Mm. It's supposed to be Pete's 50th, but yeah, he'll have right. to do that at home because right, he's, he's recuperating and isolating. Oh. Dean's on the drums. So right. get on down there and get him to play Wagon Wheel for you. <laughs> Give Slip Rob a 50 yeah. note. Get them to do some Ace of Spades. Get them to do Ace of Spades, that's it. I'm pretty sure I've heard them do that before. Yeah, they could probably do a good Ace of Spades. Mm. We are the road crew or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's turf, the Turf Bar at Parklands tonight. Mm. If you're not going there, you want to go to the Rolling Stone. Because <laughs> at the Rolling Stone is our Steph. Oh, that's where it is. Our Steph and Lee are at the Rolling Stone for the very last gig mm. of the Gypsy Soul Tour. Nice. And pretty much, if you don't see her then, Lee Martin, yeah. next time you're going to have to see her in Pretoria in South Africa. Right. Which might run into a little bit of money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. see her here first. Yeah, that's right. And then decide if you follow her to South Africa. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that would be good, eh? Yeah. I wonder what she puts on her passport as occupation. Rockstar. Uh, Rockstar. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I remember reading... I remember reading... Entertainer. Entertainer, they yeah. Probably do that, what was the book? Spycatcher. Okay. I remember. Did you ever read that? Anyway, he was talking about when he, on his on his passport, because he was a CI, CI five or whatever. He just wrote gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> that was his occupation. <laughs> and <laughs> there you go. And they should just get ushered through, right? Mm. Because mm. they were, you know, they were special. And they didn't have to go through the normal customs. No. But yeah, gentleman. gentleman. Yeah, is that for your yeah, occupation? That's pretty good. Could I be. Might, might try that. Lady of leisure, gentleman of gentleman. leisure. Yeah. Man about town. Man about town. <laughs> man about a house, man about town. <laughs> right, anyway, enough. That's enough rubbish, Stu. That's enough rubbish. Time to go. We'll be back next week. With uh, more rubbish. Yeah, probably another record label, actually. Well, I think we do. I've, just yeah. while you're talking, I've got more record labels in my head. Good, good. And we need to do Flying Nun at some stage. So we will do Flying Nun. We will do that. There'll be people out there going, Flying Nun, why aren't you doing it? Because yeah. we don't do the obvious all the no, time. That's right. Only our jokes are obvious. <laughs> right. Anyway, it's probably time that we got up and got down and got outside. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.